What is leadership to you? And how would you define it? This is Tuesday, June 6th. When I was in college, I became exposed to the leadership teaching of a man named Robert Greenleaf. He wrote an essay that captured the attention of business leaders in 1970 on the topic of servant leadership. At the time, Greenleaf saw a leadership crisis in America. He found a model for leadership stretching all the way back to Jesus. He said there is a kind of leadership that puts followers first. It can often be seen in listening and empathy, healing, and commitment to the growth of people and building community. Now, through Jesus, Jesus led in this way. American business and political leaders at the time were aggressive and hard-nosed, determined to win, and often just out for themselves. Now, our focus this week is the servant leadership of Jesus and how he calls his disciples to follow his example. So let's head to our text, John chapter 13, verse 14 to 17. Jesus said, Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you in an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Now it's clear that Jesus' goal in the last days of his earthly ministry, his time with his disciples is used to invert the way they see power and leadership. He didn't recruit his disciples to demand allegiance for themselves, and to build their own following, his purpose was for them to make disciples, those that would follow him, to go into the world as the Father had sent him. Now, of course, the challenge with this is our conception of leadership. Our leaders wield billions of dollars for personal influence and to gain and for, to expand their financial gain. Even those dedicated to philanthropy seem primed to use philanthropy to build their personal brand so that they'll be lauded and remembered when they're gone. In short, it often still still feels to be about them, the boats they have, the trips they take, the women they are with. The world of Jesus was little different. And this is why his example of service, his giving of himself away at every turn, was so countercultural and so threatening to those in power. Leadership God's way is the way of service. A few decades ago now, that man, Robert Greenleaf, who wrote the book on servant leadership, was reading a Herman Hesse novel entitled Journey to the East. The story tells about a group of pilgrims that decide to make a journey to the holy mountain and to meet a great guru, one that can tell them the meaning of life. Before they leave, these men hire a porter, someone to cook for them and take care of them on their long journey. But not long into their journey, a dispute arose among them, and things got ugly, and the group disbanded. Disillusioned, the men gave up their quest and went home. It's not until many years later that one of those men decides that he will complete the journey he had hoped to make so long before. 
His ache for the meaning of life has only grown with time, so he returns to his quest. With great difficulty, he arrives at the mountain and enters the temple to meet the great man that will teach him what life is all about. And when the door is opened, he looked up and saw none other than the porter, the man that had cooked for them, the one who had been their servant from the start. They had been in his presence, the presence of the great teacher all along, and had missed it. That porter that had served them with utter faithfulness and without complaining. And this is where Greenleaf began to learn that servanthood is the true greatness, not position and not power. And this is where we find ourselves today. The desire is to win a seat in Congress or the U.S. Senate or to rise to the C-suite of the Fortune 100 company. It is to aspire. This is what we aspire to. And this is what we applaud. This is what we call success. But Jesus has come among us as one who serves. He washed our feet. And he is our teacher and our Lord. He is something for us to learn. He who will be first must be last. Now, I have been told that there's been a slight shift in business leadership since the days of Greenleaf. The harsh bosses of the 1970s have been replaced by leaders who seem to show some care and concern for their employees. I don't know if that's true or not. But it seems to me to be a competition to get to the top and to get as much for oneself as a person possibly can. You see, on the way up, we pass Jesus and we see that he's on the way down. Condescending because this is what love does. Love washes feet. Let's pray. Father, we are overwhelmed by the loving sacrifice of Jesus. Lead us so that we might follow him, so that we might know what it means to be his disciples. In his name we pray. Amen.